Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Um, just so you guys know, the people across the street from me, they're redoing their fence and my dog she likes to sit by the front door and bark at everybody. So if you happen to hear barking in the background, I may stop to like shut her up for a minute. <laughs> we'll try. But she's enjoying the like contractors that are over there right now. So anyway, back to why we are here. Oh my gosh, Michelle, I haven't seen you in so long. I'm so glad to see you. My schedule has been a bit wonky. I'm trying to get back in here. <laughs> I can see you next Wednesday and then my in-person class. I'm, we'll, send, yeah. we'll send you the invite. We'll I, know, I hope I get to see Carol. Carol says she's coming. So we'll see. Let's hope so. Okay, cool. Anyway, so um, welcome. We're here. It's Friday and you are here because you want to learn a little bit more about seller systems that I have in place. People ask me all the time about the systems that we have in place. And this actually came up because my accountability call, I was with um, on the call with Brittany and she was talking about how she has a couple of listings where... I'm sorry, Brittany, to put you on the spot. She has a couple of listings um, where they've been sitting a little bit longer than, than anticipated, right? The sellers kind of like were hoping that the house would sell a little bit faster. And, you know, there's that, and I've had this too, where we hope the house sells faster and it doesn't. Um, and you, you're firmly believing that your price is right. You're firmly believing that the marketing is right. But what do you do, right? What do you do? There's so many, this happens to me a lot. Um, and... The reason why I believe that what I'm going to show you today is super, super important is because we have one job when we're when we're listing client, when we're listing, when we're listing home for sale, and that is to bring a ready, willing, and able buyer, right? And if you are not bringing a ready, willing, and able buyer, you have to communicate with your client about what you are doing to bring a ready, willing, and able buyer. Is that correct? Because if you're not... They're just sitting there and they're like, oh my God, what's going on? My house isn't selling, blah, 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 right? And we all feel like the, our, our clients hate us, right? Am I the only one who feel, has held, who's had that feeling before? Yeah, it's literally, <laughs> literally, I am not the only one. I know this is a, I know this is a uh, legitimate thing. So here's the thing. So I just finished this book for the 15th millionth time. It's called Raving Fans. It's by Ken Blanchard. It was a book that I made everybody on my team read. I made everybody read it. And I'm going to make everyone read it again. Because this book is so, so, so powerful. It is all about how you create raving fans. And there are three rules to creating raving fans. Okay. The first rule is decide what you want. You have to create a vision for your business. Okay, we're not going to go into that. Second rule is discover what the customer wants, right? And we do that by, by reviews. I've talked about this a lot. But this is the third part. And this is what we're going to talk about today. The third rule is deliver what the customer wants plus 1%. Deliver what they want plus 1%. Now, when you're going to a listing appointment and a, and a seller is signing a listing agreement with you, why are they signing that agreement? Why did they choose you? I'm asking a question legitimately. Why are, why are people choosing you? Because you're the best and you have the best system in place. You're the best. You have the best system in place. They like your marketing. They like your, your testimonials. They like your they trust you. They trust, trust. you. Trust. Yeah. They trust you. Right. There's so many reasons why people choose you, right? So you know that there are expectations that they can trust you. Now, how do you deliver that? 
How do you deliver that trust if you're not bringing them a buyer within the first four days going on market? Because you guys, we're not, the, the, it's not a national frenzy market now. Like I have one listing that I, I put four listings on the market. Two of them went in contract in two days. Two of them took 28 days to go in contract. They're all priced right. Cause I'll tell you what, the ones that are in 28 days in contract, they got full price offers on them. They were priced right. 100% priced right. It just took a little bit longer, right? So how do you deliver the plus 1%? And this is where my, my love language comes in. And that is about having systems. Systems create consistency. Systems let the client know or your customer know what they can expect from you time after time after time after time. If you don't have systems in place, you're going to flail. If you don't have systems in place, that is when sellers are mad at you. That is when they don't refer business to you. That is when they write you a bad review. That is when they cancel their listing and move on to the next person. It's because you don't have systems in place. It's not because you're delivering poor service. It's not because you're a bad person. It's not because you're bad at your job. It's because you don't have systems in place. So I am a firm believer that obviously, you know, systems are like essential. I'm going to give you insight to one of my systems that I believe has been the deal, I mean, the deal maker in this market. The reason why I have so many good reviews and clients sending me business all the time is because of this system that I'm going to show you today. And it's simple. It's super simple. And you pop, a lot of you probably already do something like this, but maybe you don't think of it as a system or maybe you just want to see what I do. Okay. It's simple. This isn't a, this isn't a genius like, oh my God. This is simple. Okay. First thing is that I let the clients know once they sign that listing agreement, they get a next steps email from me and they understand exactly what to expect from me as far as communication. Because yeah, it's easy to communicate showings and all that stuff. But if they're not seeing the, the, the offers come in, I have to tell them what I'm doing to get the offers. I have to tell them what I'm doing to get traffic, right? So I let them know what they're going to expect from me. The first weekend on market, my clients hear text message updates from me until Monday. If I go on, if I go, if I go live on Thursday, which is typically what I do, I go live on Thursday, they hear an email message from me on Monday. And this is what they hear. They read an email message from me on Monday. And this is what it looks like. It's active listing marketing update day one. Okay. Keep in mind, we've already had text conversations. We've already had a lot of things going on, but um, I, you know, cause I just let them know over the first weekend, this is like the prime time. We're going to let you know right away how the market feels about your home. You all believe that you can, can you can really decide what the mark, how the market's feeling within the first weekend. If not within the first week, like you can, if you know, so I let my clients know, like, we're going to know, like, we're going to know how the market, how, what, how the market's adjusting to your home within the first, within the first few days. So this is the first email they get. And this is like, regardless of whether or not it's a, act, like a super productive listing, or if it's a listing that's going to take a little bit longer, everyone gets this email on Monday. Um, and it's just a quick thing. Like, you know, the, this, and this is a, an example of one that I had written to someone who like the market had shifted. We ended up having, having to chase down the market. We did, a, we did a couple of different price adjustments, but it was no problem. Doing the price adjustments were easy because from day one, I said, look, we, as we talked about prior to going live, the market has shifted. Don't panic. We, I've spoken to, I've reached out to several of my agents. I'm telling them what I'm doing. I've reached out to several of my colleagues in other parts of the state and country, and they are all experiencing something similar right now. So your house is not the anomaly, right? There is a buyer there. 
It's just going to take some time. Um, I can't tell you exactly how long, but I will keep you fully in the loop for every update. So then I let them know, like, look, we put the house on the market early in the week. Okay. And people tend to shop on the weekend. So I think this one, we may have put on the market on like a Tuesday, which is what the sellers wanted versus what my strategy was. So that's the other thing. Like I want to remind them <laughs> of what, what, what I had said, what I had strategized, right? The weekend is a holiday. So, you know, we don't really know what to expect. I think it was like 4th of July or something. Um, I let them know about what we have scheduled as far as traffic coming in. Um, and then what you're going to get with from me moving forward. So an updated seller report daily with current market sets to make sure you're aware of what's happening. Then I let them know for the next two weeks. So I'm telling them, this is what we've done. This is what we're doing. For the next two weeks, you will receive an update from me at least every other day with the results of full marketing efforts, market stats, showings, and any feedback received. So I let them know we, we made 200 and we're making 235 calls up to four times over the next two weeks. Do you guys have a plan like this in place for your listings? How many people you're circle prospecting? Okay. How, how many people are you circle prospecting? How often are they going to be called? This is what they're going to be asked. Like we're going to be asked to send your home to their friends and family. They're also going to be invited to our open house. I have 53 people in my database whose interests match your home. My team is reaching out to them over the next couple of days. Here's what we're going to ask them. So I'm giving them my circle prospecting, what we're doing for circle prospecting, what we're doing for database marketing. Here's what we're doing for the MLS because the MLS, like that's what they can see, right? Or they, they, I mean, they can't see the backside of it. They can't see like reverse prospecting, but here we go. 35 other agents have sent your home to their prospective buyers. After one week on market, my team will reach out to the agents to see if we can get their buyer in for showing. So I'm very, very, very specific. Then I give them again, here's what we're doing. We're running a YouTube ad for you. Here's what it looks like. We want your house to pop up in front of as many people as possible. Here's your Facebook video link. We have two ads that are running today and tomorrow for the next two weeks. We're doing a property boost ad, okay? This ad began yesterday. Here's what we're gonna start doing with it. Here's my direct mail. We have, we're sending out 300 direct mail postcards over the next three days, okay? And here's my networking. I've, li I've shared your list with 100 agents within my brokerage. So all of these things as part of my marketing plan, they are expecting from me because that's why they hired me. They hired me for my multi-point marketing plan. I'm not just, I, yeah, I'm social media and I am, I'm heavy online, but I do a crap ton of traditional stuff. We door knock, we, we, we circle prospect, we email our database, we do open houses, we do open houses on steroids. Like we, like we do everything. And so what I want them to know is, look, this is what we are doing for you. Because what happens is when I give them the next update and they're still not moving, and then I'm starting to give them more market update information, more market stats, they're like, okay, now here's what she's promised. She promised, this is what she, she said she was going to do, and this is what she's actually doing, right? You deliver what the customer wants plus 1%. I told them what they want. I told, they told me what they want, and I told them what I'm doing, and I'm going above and beyond by giving them very clear guidelines of what it's going to look like. The next update they get from me, this is about, you know, after, so, so the first update, say that's a Monday, right? This is going to be about four days later. Okay. And this is a template that I use every week until um, the next, until week three. Uh, and then I use week three, uh, like every week thereafter. So I guess this is a template I use twice. So then I give them a quick update. Like here's here's the marketing and our call campaign is working because we had a hundred, we have a certain amount of people. I can't remember this this particular one registered for the open house tomorrow. Like we had, I think probably twenty or thirty people confirmed that they were going to come. 
And they confirmed over the phone. We called to confirm them again. We got their email address. We had 30, we had 30 people by doing circle prospecting. And we have a hundred calls that we still had to make that one day. I also subscribe them to automatic market updates. And this is, and then I just go, they get it automatically. So they already got it. I get the notification that they got it. So then I tell them, hey, look, here's what you read. There's five homes for sale price from 495 to 625. We were at 650. We were the highest priced home on the market. We, we knew we were too high. They knew we were too high, but I wasn't yet ready to come and have that pricing conversation with them quite yet until I was for sure, for sure that I was doing everything in my power to control what I could control. Okay. I can't control the price. Not my, I cannot control that. That is ultimately the seller's decision. I can influence it, but I can't control it. What I can control is every single thing that we're doing. So what I'm giving them here is like the things that they need to know because I'm, I'm prefacing that pricing conversation that's coming up. Because then they came to me, they were like, oh my God, is it time to drop our price? I'm like, yep, it, it's time. We need to drop it by 25 grand. They're like, okay. And we had to drop it by another 25 grand. You guys, we priced it at 650. We sold it at 550. $100,000 overpriced. $100,000. Okay. Now, I could not anticipate it was that high overpriced. I had, an, I, I had actually suggested we went on the market around, around $599 was my recommendation uh, because the market was still, if we, were, if we did it right, $599 probably would have gotten us closer to $625 when we sold. Uh, but they were really, really, really nervous about it. And I was like, all right, well, here's what we're going to do. you know. So anyway, so then I let them know, like, here's the other, here's your competition. I broke down the stats for the competition for them. Okay. I called these agents. I'm sure you all, I, I, I hope, I'm hoping when you guys have listings on the market, you're, you're actually calling the other agents who have listings or who have recently sold listings or who have a history of, of selling listings in that area. You're getting as much information as you can about the neighbors and anything that you can to help you sell your property and help you have your conversations with your client. And then I also hope that when you're in a, when you have listings on the market that are sitting and you see other homes in that market that are either A, moving fast or B, not moving, you and that agent are having conversations. But I'll tell you what happened on one of my listings just now. We were on the market for um, about two, about a week. And the other agent who had a listing um, in the same building as me, he, he emailed me. He's like, hey, you know, just wanted to, just wanted to connect and whatever. There was like, it's in a condo building and there were about four units on the market. And um, he and I, like we, we connected, like I was like, hey, we're going to have an open house this weekend. Why don't you guys have one too? Because, you know, people coming in the building, they're going to want to see both. So why don't you guys have one too? He's like, great. He told me his client's about to do a price drop. I was like, please, please, please wait. Let me talk to my client. Because if you do a price drop, it's then going to make me have to do a price drop. And so I talked to my client. She's like, I'm not ready to do that yet. I was like, well, I can't stop them. But just so you know, that's if that comes, that's going to affect the way people view your house or your, your unit. Anyway, long story short, that agent and I talked all day. I mean, we talked a lot. We talked about, I shouldn't say all day, right? We talked about once a week just to know what other, what feedback they're getting. He sent me, for my broker's open that I did, he sent me a list of every single person, uh, agent that had showed his unit. And I, I called all of them. I was like, hey, did you know there's another unit in this building? So that's the power of networking and the power of like, like, so you better believe my market update to my client was like, Hey, this is what I got. I got all of these. I got this information from this other agent. Here's what we're doing to invite these agents into your brokers open. So com just communicating exactly what you're doing with your clients. I do it in the form of text message, phone, uh, phone calls, and emails. Um, okay. So then 
when we're moving on to the next, the next set of emails, here is basically what I'll show you. I have a report card that we'll share and I'll, show, I'll get pulled that up here for you in just a second. Um, but this is essentially what I use moving forward. And this is until we get in contract. Like the marketing is working only because we've, we continue to have showings. If marketing was not working, we would not have showings. So that's what I'd like to tell them. Marketing. Because they know my clients. I'm very clear with my clients. I control the marketing. You influence marketing client. I control it. Okay. You control pricing. I influence it, but that's your control. Marketing is my control. So I let them know, here's our swim lanes, right? So they know that when I'm talking about the marketing, I'm letting them know what I'm doing, what I promised you I would do is being done. We've had five showings. We've received some feedback. We had some positive feedback and some negative feedback. And then here's some other feedback. And other feedback, I consider things that we can't control. Like the unit's too far from the garage. No EV charge. I literally can't control that. So whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But like, I, you know, we can control, um, we can control this. Like the client felt that the house, because the unit was 400 square feet smaller, it shouldn't be priced the same as one that's a floor up, right? That's, you know, there's more than just a floor that controls condo pricing, but it's fine. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> but anyway, um, but that's what I let them know. And then I let her know what I'm doing. Okay. She gets her market update, which is uh, literally, it's just a link to my KV course site. Oh, that was weird. Why did I do that? She gets a market update. Let's go there real quick. I'll show you what it is. Uh, she gets two. She gets this one and this one. So she gets a market update. The market update shows her just all the all the condos that are on sale. Uh, they're on the market right now near her. So she can see, look, like your unit might be taking a little bit longer to move, but look at how many other units are on the market. And they're all, they're priced similarly. These are priced similarly. They're the same, I mean, the same, the same unit, right? Similarly. So, you know, people have multiple options to choose from, right? So that's why that one's important. Then I send her this one. Oh my gosh, what the heck? What the heck? Then I send her this one from KV Core. Just a second here, you guys. I like this one. I like Katie Core's uh, market update uh, just because I think it does a really good job of like breaking down the stats for a given area. So I include this. If you guys have something like this on one of your websites, I would highly recommend it um, because it has been super, super helpful. So we'll let that, um, we'll let that load here. It's taken a minute, but uh, then they can look at that. So she can see for herself. I don't have to tell her you know, I, I can tell her, but now she can also see what I'm telling her, right? So she's not freaking out of her, her her units taking a little bit longer. Okay, and this one is the market staff report that I really like. KV Core does a great job with it. Um, and it's literally just like, here you go. Here's what you need to know about North Tacoma. Like, this is awesome. This is an awesome, awesome view. I mean, this is all the stuff that I speak to on a regular basis, right? Now, there are some things like this isn't necessarily broke down for a condo versus a house. Like, there's that. But overall, it's a market report. And so they get this because that way, A, you know, I can see, I can see that they looked at it because it goes into my CRM, it, it pings me in my CRM, right? But B, uh, then like, you know, it's there. They can see what I'm saying. So as long as what I, as long as the verbal message that I'm giving them is matching what they're actually seeing, we're good to go. They trust me. They continue to trust me. Um and then I let them know we're going to send over an update of ad results later this week. I'll have to pull that up. I forgot to pull that up. Uh, but then I let them know, here's what we're doing this week. So even though we've been on the market, this is, I think, what, three weeks, right? Even though we've been on the market, this is what I'm doing. There are still more things that I can do to sell your house. I am not stopping. 
Okay. And that is why people hire me. That is why they hire me because I am relentless. I will not let a house expire ever. Like there is literally nothing in me that will let one of my listings expire. Now, if a seller and I don't see it eye to eye and they want to cancel, that's a different story. That doesn't happen, has never happened. But if it does, like that, I, you know, it is what it is. But I will not let a house, will not let a listing expire. Like, because I will be very, very, very clear. Like if we have to bring it down, the price down, we will. But not until I have shown you that I have gone above and beyond and done every single thing I've said, plus 1%, plus 1%, which is now we're doing one new Facebook ad. Three weeks into it, I'm still advertising your listing. I'm still spending money, right? Um, we're still we're doing we're still doing open houses. I think for this particular listing, I did six or seven open houses for it. Have you guys ever done seven open houses for a listing? Yeah, seven open houses. And you know why? Because those open houses, I was that's that's where my traffic was coming from. I was getting, you know, a couple five to six showings a like five to six showings a week privately, but I needed more because those five to six showings were not resulting in people actually wanting to get feedback or in resulting in offers, right? So I had to do open houses. Now, did my ultimately did the contract come from an open house? No. But do I firmly believe that the activity that I was putting out there to bring people into that house is what brought that offer in? Yes. So six open houses on that. So what I told her during this update was, um, you know, I'm still I'm going to plan a super secret open house because we're having kind of issues because <laughs> there's another another unit in the building and they kept doing the open house on the same day we did it and they were like taking the they were taking the lobby and greeting all the people and I was like I don't know if it's just me or if it's them but I want to do a super secret open house so they don't actually like capitalize on it. <laughs> Not that I don't want everyone to be successful, but I wanted my client. I'm here to sell my clients listing ultimately. And I've never even had to do this. You guys, as soon as I sent her this email, I got an offer that day, by the way. Like it's just, and she was so happy. She was so happy. She was like, oh man, she's like, you're still marketing this home. She's like, I knew that I hired the right person because you're still marketing. You're still, you're still doing it. So my system, when it comes to communicate, communicating with my clients is consistent, consistent. I text them for the first weekend. I text them usually two to three times a day. Sometimes if, sometimes if they're high anxiety, I text them like a hundred times a day. It just depends. You got to read your client, right? You got to read your client. Um, but I text them and I let them know at the beginning of the day, hey, here's what we have scheduled. If it's a vacant listing or they're out of town or whatever, here's what we have scheduled for showings. Here's what we had yesterday. I'll let you know at the end of the day. And that's usually what my text looks like. Okay. And then I email them on the first Monday. And then three or four days later, I email them a second time. And then a week later, I email them the same second email. And then for the next, for every week thereafter, I keep sending this template out. And I change it. I change it. It's not the same thing every time. I make sure that I update the link. So it's like, you know, not a 5.8 market report. It's a 5.19 market report. Um, okay. So there were a couple questions in the chat. What is a super secret open house? I don't know. Jackie, I was trying to figure that out. I was trying to figure out some way that I could like have like, I don't know, we were trying to figure out a super secret open house. It was a strategy I was, I was working on. I never got a chance to finish it, but I will one day. And don't you worry, I will let you know what it is. But uh, it was one of those things. I was like the other, the other unit kept trying to like capitalize on our open house. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> okay. Um, so Carol's asking, do you link only the KBC market report or do you allow KBC to send separately? Uh, both. 
both. I let KV Core send it because then I don't have to, <laughs> but I also link it too. Uh, I, I let I let both of it do it. Um, and then let me show you um, let me show you the report card that we share out. Um, so the report card is also a huge, huge, huge thing. Uh, and also, I mean, honestly, the, why do we have it saved under? I don't know. I don't think we've gotten Canva as organized as I'd like it to be, you guys. Give me a second here. I got to dig for a second. This is why I like systems. I don't like to dig for things. Okay, one second here. I don't even know what it's called. And Katie's not here. And Katie's the one that does it. So she would know what it's called. Here, I found it. Yes, I found it. Here we go. Woohoo! Good, good, good. Love it when I find things. So this is the report card that we send out. Um, it's one to, it sends out, Katie sends it out once a week. Um, and it talks about basically like, what's your current price? You know, cause I want the current price to match what I'm saying. Cause if you just saw my template a second ago, I said the, you know, we're be price, price between 495 and 625. So when my client gets this and they see 650 and then they're seeing the email saying 625. They're like, Oh, you know what I mean? It, there we go. Psychological. They're seeing it. How many days on market? Great. If it says 38 days on market and average is 14, because my email said average of 14, I don't even have to tell them. They're just seeing it. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't even have to say, hey, you've been on the market three times as long and your house is way overpriced. Like, they're seeing it. This, like, you gotta get it. The, pro, the thing, thing about price reductions and the thing about selling is like, you gotta make it, you gotta make other people believe it's their idea. So, I like, when it comes to price reductions, I'm gonna be real honest. I like, I bring it up that we may want to consider it. But in all reality, nine times out of 10, my client is one who's like, I think we need it. Like, do you think it's time for us to drop the price? because I've done such a good job about planting the seed. So it makes that pricing conversation so much easier. Like who likes to have a price reduction conversation? I mean, it's not my favorite, not my favorite. Cause it's like, you, you're gonna break their heart financially, right? You're like, oh God, you know, you had all this, you had this in mind, but when you're planting the seed and you start from day one, planting the seed, by the way, or before you even go on the market, planting the seed by, hey, if we're on the market after the first weekend and we don't have any showings, that might mean that the market is not is reacting negatively to our pricing or our marketing. And it's going to take us a minute to figure it out. Planting the seed. It's easy, easy, easy. Um, okay. So then we'll include all the other things like, you know, how many views we had on our property website, whether we do KV4 website, list reports, website, whatever it is, uh, what we did on, what we're doing on Facebook, um, you know, how many views we're getting on YouTube, how many hours watched, uh, how many postcards we're sending out with responses? How many database dials have we made? How many open houses have we held? How many uh, you know reactions are we getting on Instagram, LinkedIn, Redfin, Zillow? Uh, how many agents have we reached out to? Uh, and you guys, these are real numbers from a couple of my listings. I don't remember which ones they were, but these are real numbers. Like we literally reached out to 407 people. 407 agents sent it out through reverse prospecting. So we reached out to 407 people. And that doesn't include the e-flyers that we send out because we'll send out e-flyers to what the 9,900 brokers from the MLS. Or in Washington, in Western Washington. So um, that doesn't include that. So we send them this, they get this once a week. And the reason why is because then they can see, like, again, they're hiring me because of my marketing plan. <laughs> and this is why you hired me, agent, because even if you're not seeing it or client, even if you're not seeing me, I'm still getting you 4,500 views on our on our on our property website. 4,500 views. That's more than you're seeing on Redfin and Zillow, by the way. Redfin and Zillow combined, we only sell 517. I am giving you 4,500, by the way. Okay. So this is why this is important because you have to, like, when it comes time for you to 
drop the price, sell that, sell the house, and you want that client to give you a positive review and come back to you and refer their friends to you, they you want them to rem- remember you for being a an agent who has systems, an agent who communicates, an agent who's professional, an agent who's an expert. An expert does not sit there and ignore the fact that a house is not selling. An expert does not sit there and silently freak out. An expert does not not know what to do. Okay? An expert is proactive not reactive. And so that is why I firmly believe this is a great system. Katrina has her hand raised. Yes, because I'm driving, I can't type. Um, good morning. Uh, do you send out that uh, Canva template or not template? Do you send out that as a Canva link or a PDF? PDF. So we update okay. it every week. And then we uh, we say that into their client file. So we can have a history. So if they ever want to, if the client ever wants to see like from week one to week five or, or six, uh, which we've never had to go that far, but I think most of them sound out is three, uh, but they can see from week one, look, we only had like maybe a thousand views on your Facebook video. And now look at, look what it's done over time. So um, we send it out once a week. Okay, cool. Thanks. Okay. Sam is asking, how do you handle if seller gives four or six weeks before it expires? What does that mean? If seller gives four or six weeks, Sam, can you expand on your question? Are you here? Yeah, and the, the question you. is, if the seller gives a listing only for four weeks or six weeks, how do you handle that? If the seller wants if, to cancel it after four or six no, weeks? No, if the while listing, instead okay. of giving three months or six months, if they give only four weeks or six weeks. Oh, God, if they only want to give you four or six week uh, listing agreement? Hmm. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that's like better. Rather, rather than getting a six month, I don't ever take a less than six months. Okay. Yeah, I just don't. That's just not, not, they, I mean, it's very clear. Before, I mean, my pre listing packet, I tell them my, my commission percentages are and how long my contracts are. But I also have an easy exit agreement. So if they want, if they, if they really hate me, which has never happened, <laughs> but they can, they can, they can cancel out. They have to pay a cancellation fee to pay for my marketing, uh, but they can cancel and I don't care. But I never, I'll never assign less than a six month six, uh, listing agreement. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will, yes, I will happily share these email templates. Confound is a huge bonus because I don't give away email templates for free to anybody. So I will share these and that um, will be in the group a bit later today. Okay. Um, all right. Anybody else have any other questions? Cool. I hope this was really helpful. Um, I hope this brings like, if you can, if it, if you can take something from this and take it into your business and get some raving fans in your business, like it's just going to help us all long-term. So thanks for being here. Have a great day. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the agent power huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the agent collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.